Hi, everybody, and welcome to Your Take is Excrement, episode 750. How many fucking episodes of this I'm, are we going to do? Uh, How well, many more, Neo? I'm alive and you're alive, so might as well keep going. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, I am overjoyed to be here this week. Did you know that? Uh-huh. I'm like super fucking stoked about it. Yeah. I'm never this excited. Hell yeah. Well, you do really love this movie. So. It, well, yeah. And so I guess that let's just get right to it. Um, My name is May. Uh, I, I'm Neo. Yeah. Uh, I, at You're Nick Spears. And, local cat boy. Yeah. Local Angstrom. cat boy. And, and so the, the podcast is Your Take is Excrement. We are talking about... We are talking shit about shit is basically the bit. Yeah. Just shit about shit. So Your take doesn't have the flu anymore, but it has bronchitis. <laughs> so there's still going to be some coughing. I'm a, I'm super <laughs> sorry. But today, 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 I'm very excited because we're talking about a movie that very, very few people have actually seen. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm one of them. Get fucked. Yeah. And I made that happen. That yes. was my fault. That was my doing. You and the the Koreans that me and the that, Koreans that, that gave me about. that illegal product. <laughs> um, so uh, today's movie is a movie from 1971 called The Devils, which is uh, kind of amazing and crazy uh, and wild and weird and different and not like anything you've ever seen in your life. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you if if it's cool or not because you don't get to see it loser <laughs> warner brothers says no yeah i th- i think the, the the biggest message with this movie is uh fuck warner brothers i can't believe it see okay does disney own warners i don't think so if disney bought warners would they would no. they release or not release the devil do you think disney would take the pr hit for releasing the rape of christ no. Um, no. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. Do you but, think the safest, like literally the safest media conglomerate on the planet, which is saying something, would, would, would take that? Did you know that there was a time in American history, this is not, I, I understand that this is a tangent, and I also understand that this podcast right now is a fucking fever dream, but hear me, uh, did you know there was a time when Disney owned Insane Clown Posse? Wait, really? Yeah, and they were releasing... Insane Clown Posse's music, and they were like, "Oh boy, we can't do this." Uh, and 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 here's another fun fact: about five years ago, or let's call it more, more like seven, my ass, my YouTube channel was owned by Disney. Wow, that's right. Hell yeah, that's right. Through Maker Studios, bow down to Mickey Mouse. It is no longer owned by Disney, so I can officially say. And this feels really good to say, and I I love saying it. Uh-huh. Um, you can uh, you can uh, suck a dick. Suck a lot of dicks. A bat a sack. A whole bag of them. A duffel bag. A Merry duffel. Christmas. A duffel bag full of dicks. One of those like oversized army. We are rocks. not talking about the movie Neo. So th- the movie is The Devils, uh, directed by Ken Russell. It is an English British film, uh, and it is notably. You can't say British. That's a that's a slur. Is British a slur? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know. <laughs> it, it 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 just hurts people's ears. You can't say it. <laughs> they'll get mad and they'll kill you. No, everyone else they'll, will. They'll come <laughs> colonize our podcast. <laughs> oh, uh, so uh, <laughs> we're never gonna get to here, are we? So we watched this movie about a week ago. I I worship this the ground that this movie walks on, which is kind of wild to do i guess because it is so controversial mm-hmm. but i felt like because of so neo's background of course from growing up in kenya having experienced um the bible in his yeah. life i figured it would be important to um introduce him to one of the most sacrilegious things that anyone has ever made in history right well see people keep saying that you know they say that about Jodorowsky and they say that about this movie do they say that about Jodorowsky? They yeah. say that Jodorowsky is sacrilegious? Yeah. Have you seen any of his movies? He, like... But you, he, know, you know the bit in the Holy Lord. Mountain where there's the Bible and the worms coming okay, out whoa, of whoa, it? Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. All right, I hear you, but that's also a visual <laughs> metaphor. That's, I mean, sacrilege, right. sure, well, but no decorum, I'll agree. But but that's that's critical. That's critical, right? See, it's, well, it, but well, Ken Russell's an edgelord. He did this because he thought it was funny. 
Right. Well, no, but that's the the difference. The point I'm trying to make is everything anyone has ever told me is sacrilegious has only ever been like critical of, of, of Christianity and it has been fair criticisms. So I think, I think the bit with the devils, it's like, you know, people saying, Oh, this is like, this is so sacrilegious. It's like, no, it's just making a good point. Like, fuck. It's like, well, that's going to be a great take to hear about in about, Hmm. 25 to 30 minutes, probably after an ad break, because it's going to take forever to explain this. So Neo, um, I love you. It's time to begin the the ultimate challenge. Yes. Of on this day after Christmas, uh-huh. explaining <clears throat> a movie where some nuns l- rape a statue <laughs> of Christ. Well, I mean, can can the statue consent? Is is it rape yes. if it's an inanimate object? Um. Well, okay. So so I'm gonna answer that with a really heady, stupid metaphysical thing okay uh-huh. so so no an object cannot have sentience obviously therefore yeah. it cannot consent however however uh iconographic things exist in relation to religious figures and many believe that the religious figures live through those iconographic things right. so basically what that says is a depiction of jesus is jesus I mean, representationally, like it, 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 there's an iconographic existence that lives within the very image itself. Yeah. So um, this is a sacrilege because they're taking consent away from the icon, like the iconography, right? They're raping right. the iconography of Christ, mm-hmm. which is sacrilege. Right. And that is, like, by definition. In my mind, the reason that I classify the devils as sacrilege in a way that the Holy Mountain isn't is because of the frequency with which the Holy Mountain makes actual points. Uh, However, Ken Russell, like, is a fucking queen of a man who just makes just willy-nilly sacrilegious choices Ad infinum, pretty much regularly, uh, and and we'll get there. But I mean, the, the, think about the fucking thing with the the bye bye blackbird, right? Like where he's shooting, shooting the Protestants, and it's like I understand the point, but why though? Listen, you know, as, I get it. As, as a Protestant, I stand that. Are you, are you a Protestant? I guess technically it. Oh my god! Well, I'm not a Catholic. I'm not Orthodox. I'm a Catholic. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Why? Well, What's wrong with Catholicism? We're gonna we're we're gonna dive into that. <laughs> Look, you have to be a Catholic to enjoy the devils. I think. I don't. So, are you gonna convert to Catholicism with me now, so we can talk about it? Yeah, but then I. But I, then I, you would I, let down a law. Who no. is your true Lord and Savior? <laughs> no, I think to actually properly uh, convert to Catholicism, there's like a bunch of things you have to do. You have to go to classes and stuff. And you I'm, do. You have to go to conversion whew, classes. That's... You have to confirmation. It's like a whole yeah. thing. And listen, I never got confirmed Catholic. Um, then are you I got, I was, Catholic? I was, no, I guess not. But I was never why, confirmed why for bringing, Catholic. Why, why are you going to complain that I'm going on tangents and then immediately go down this tangent? I think it's important context to tell the audience our religious background before we begin talking about the most sacrilegious <laughs> film in history. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> that said... I I was raised Catholic. You were raised Protestant. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I think my, I think, I think my dad's an ordained Baptist minister. I believe, or not denominational, but anyone who knows anything about American Christianity knows that non-denominationals are actually just Baptist light. Uh, yeah. But anyway, all right. So they the like movie. to drink beer. That's I, their bit, right? I, I legitimately they're like we like God and shit, but we also love no drink no it's beer. Because, because Baptist has has a lot of bad connotations. So I've never met someone who's non denominational that doesn't just have the same system of beliefs that Baptists do, but just don't want to call themselves like Southern Baptists. Right. Well, that's fair. I mean, yeah. And with that, I think <laughs> it's a good time to continue or to begin to do something. Yes. Uh, in Talk regards the to the fucking movie, so. Neo, I need you, a Protestant, to explain <laughs> <laughs> to explain the devils to me so that I can then explain it back to you as a Catholic, yeah. and then we can hash this out, and then eventually one of us will die, because so, that is our right. destiny. Yeah. 
So, uh, the in the movie, there's only or there's like one really important character. His name is Galliard, right? What the Gallard. fuck? Father Grandier? Grandier, that's it. Jesus. He's French, and I don't respect him enough to learn their Listen, names. your dad listens to this podcast, <laughs> Neo. You have to get these details fucking correct. <laughs> All right, yeah. So Father, Father Grandier. Father Grandier is the hottest person who has ever existed and, unto that point. And that's true. And, and, and was the hottest person ever to exist until I was born. Um, oh, fuck you. Oh, yeah. fuck you. Yeah, fuck me. Um, and How dare you say so that He's so hot me. that everyone wants to fuck him. And every including time, all the nuns, every time he goes out into into the streets, he causes mass hysteria because God, he's so hot, and everyone wants to fuck him so bad. Um, so uh, I just, I'm sorry, I want to hang on this sentence. Wherever he go, whenever he goes outside, he causes mass hysteria because he is so hot. Yes. Okay. I'm glad we're on the same page here. Well, yeah, this is just the the historical account and the account of the film. Yes. Um, uh, so that's what's happening in the city. Um, outside of that, the uh, Catholics are bud- budding up with the king, and because they've they they've like formed an unholy political alliance, the the Catholics are trying to get rid of 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 these like city states that have any level of autonomy. Because if they can remove their autonomy and make them loyal to the crown, then they're loyal to the church because of the unholy political alliance the church has made with the crown. Uh, Father Galliard, Gal- what was the name again? <laughs> God. <coughs> Hold on, I gotta do a big call. <laughs> there it is. Father Grandier. Father Grandier. Jesus. Uh, Father Grandier is, is the mayor. Uh, the mayor. The mayor. <laughs> what? Mayor of the last city that the, that still has its walls up and yes. some level of of self autonomy. And so the 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 church is trying to tear the walls to the city down. Father uh, Grandier isn't letting them. So the church. So. As this is happening, a bunch of nuns go into mass hysterics because they want to fuck Father Grandier so goddamn bad, which is yes. no relatable. Um. So what? What? Do you not? Wait. Oh, yes, I do. Sorry. Yes. Um. So the the church starts a witch hunt. Uh. To find out the cause of of the of the de- demonic possession in the nuns, <coughs> and they they <coughs> determine that Father Grandier has uh, filled the nuns with demons because of of his attractiveness, and so they burn him at the stake. There it is. Movie. Yep. Yep. Sounds about right. That that's about the size of it. <coughs> Whoo! There's a few things here, but primarily, it is to be known that this actually happened. Yes. And there's a there's a wonderful book written by Aldous Huxley called "The Devils of Lou Dunn," which is about kind of the the details of this historical account, and the the truth of it is much more fucked up than the movie but also the movie is pretty fucked up like the movie gets it pretty pretty right but there there is a little bit more after the movie Mm -hmm. like so uh sister gian is the is the main in my opinion kind of the main antagonist of the movie and she is the uh lead nun with the kind of crooked back is her bit Uh uh-huh um She's a queen, and I, but, but I hate her, right? Yeah. There's so much to talk about here. Mm-hmm. Like, like, oh my god! Like the first thing is that the the story here, while being true, was also considered so sacrilegious that we aren't allowed to watch it. Like this knowledge is somehow kept from us for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though this isn't that. 
bizarre. It's no. just a story about hysteria. But but the the bit of it is just that Father Grandier is 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 a very very hot man. That's this is true, but <coughs> this intersects with the way that women were kind of treated in nunneries and mm-hmm. sort of that behavior and like that subsect of of Catholicism. So like you have a situation where if women don't get dowries, they're sent to the nunnery. Right. And it is of the human woman impulse to want to fuck occasionally. This is a normal human thing to mm-hmm. want. And uh, so these very normal human beings, these nuns, are forced to live a life where they can't really uh, fuck anything without whipping themselves. Uh, silly, which sucks. So they don't like that, and they all go to the window every time Father Grandier comes by so they can kind of twiddle their twat a little bit, and they're like, hey, look at that. Yeah. A hot boy who could fuck me, mm-hmm. uh, which is fair to want. Anyway, the problem becomes where where there's like what I'm going to refer to as a fem cell. That this is I'm going to call this the fem cell. Okay, uh, the fem cell is is just like the incel, but woman. Uh, has a natural desire to want to be boned, yeah. but can't. So the feminine urge, right, to uh, the feminine urge to accuse the man that you want to fuck of possessing you with demons that make you masturbate a lot mm-hmm. uh, in order to uh, kill him, I guess. Yeah. But here's the, the really fucky thing. Uh, and this is why it's on the podcast. I think a lot of people would, if you have listened to our podcast before, you know that the big primary thing is like spirituality and <coughs> spirituality, psychology, and like politics is very much central to what we talk about here. Mm-hmm. And so what is the, what's the thing here? Cause it's like, it's, it's not just a, a non-sploitation movie. Right. It's a movie about sovereignty. Mm-hmm. Like like independent sovereignty and and also uh lasting reigning peace, like the the ability for there to be peace between Protestants and Catholics. Something right. that uh, up until that point was not really possible. No. And it was fucking happening. Fucking Luther. God damn it. Right. Fucking Luther. Tell me about it. Your boy, my enemy, I- Catholics, <laughs> Protestants. <laughs> okay, listen, I don't hate Martin Luther. That was a total joke. I hate his um, anti-Semitism. Ooh, okay, now I do hate him. <laughs> yeah. Join the Catholics. We hate Martin Luther over here. Well, Come on, Neo, please. I, the Protestants still have a lot of anti-Semitism to catch up to the Catholics. It's true. Uh, Zwingli is my favorite reformationist if you if you had to know. Zwingli. Zwingli. Okay, that's that's great news. Wait, um, thank you. He took over Geneva. Okay, got it. Uh <laughs> So so Lou Dunn in France is kind of in this unique position where the the king of France is a is a nihilist. Mm-hmm. He's a nihilist. Like that's yeah. the whole thing. He's he's a nihilist. He he loves death. He's he loves uh shooting Protestants. Shooting Protestants because he likes to shoot people. Yeah. Uh, and it, and if it's Protestants, then cool. Uh, he's bored. He's gay. He likes to get fucked and to fuck back. And is an absolute queen. And is an absolute queen. And because of this, uh, Father Richelieu, <laughs> or, or I'm sorry, Cardinal Richelieu. <coughs> Cardinal Richelieu. Uh, I'm sure he's a father at some point. Father Richelieu, Cardinal Richelieu, uh, convinces him to let them kind of go into France and just purge that country of Protestantism and sovereignty. Yes. Right. So this was going on, but there was an agreement between Loudun and and the King of France Uh that that country's sovereignty would never be fucked with. Yeah. But then that guy dies, Father Grandier's in power, and 
there just so happens to be a teensy little scandal with nuns uh, that has just enough of a little oomph to get them to go in there and kill all the Protestants and take away their sovereignty. Yeah. And it has nothing to do really with the hotness of Father Grandier. And it has nothing to do really with demonic possession. Mm-hmm. It also has nothing to do with religion. Yeah, well a lot of the a lot of the, the bastard things that Catholics have done have been just like political actions disguised with religious fervor. Right. Like the Crusades were in one hundred percent entirely political. Whereas like the 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 Pope was like Man, we really want an ally to like Europe's uh, eastern border, so we really want the Byzantine Empire to to to, to be a thing. So let's all let's get all of our knights over to, Byz- to over to the Byzantines, so that the Turks don't wipe them out. Right. And the Crusades were born. <laughs> I mean, and well, and we also all know, at least I hope we all know at this point that all pretty much all war is kind of a grift. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Uh, but but anyway, so there's this giant grift kind of going on in France with Cardinal Richelieu and the King of France. And Loudun ha- maintains their sovereignty for as long as possible until because of a nun thinking that she is demonically possessed. Uh, lo- I'm sorry. She doesn't actually think she's demonically possessed. She is just horny and she knows that and she even says that she's like hello sorry sorry i'm lying i'm just horny this is just horniness this has nothing to do with anything and Mm -hmm. they're like no i think it's demonic possession and she's like no i assure you this is not demonic possession this is horniness i just want to get dicked down and they're like we better investigate by uh fucking up your body with different uh tools and she's like, oh, no, I don't want that to happen. And then they do it anyway. Uh, and it really fucks her up. And then they're like, we're going to keep doing it to you until you tell us who has demonically possessed you. And she's like, I'm just horny. And and then they, they're like, give us a name. Names, bitch. We want names. And she's like, Father Grandier. And then there's like this bwomp, 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 like kind of sound. And then politics happen. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't actually matter. Like none of that is like entirely swayed because they just really wanted to take the sovereignty away from this country. And this is the most bizarre, but also accurate way that I think world leaders have a tendency to take away sovereignty, right? It's mm-hmm. in this like really stupid manipulative very easy to disbelieve way yeah and it's kind of it's you gotta wag the dog you create a scandal so you can act behind the scenes of the scandal yeah and so it's it's just like a big fucking nightmare Mm -hmm. uh it's a nightmare um and then father grandier is being burned alive for not okay so let's talk about him can we can we, can we talk about Father Grandier real quick? Because he's not the best dude. No. Um, <laughs> that doesn't deserve to get burned alive at the stake, but... So, he was in a position where he kind of... <coughs> he was in a kind of a position of privilege within his, like, the state of Ludon because he was, you know, a, f- a father in the priesthood, but he also kind of had political leanings and he was kind of second in state. And then... The first in state died. He took over. And then he was thrust all this responsibility mm-hmm. to maintain the state. And he actually owned it really well. Yeah. Like, he he fucked around his first, like, big half of his political career. And it bit him in the ass. But he was a he was a dick to everybody. He was a dick to Cardinal Richelieu, famously. Uh, and... and over some like parade or something it was like really stupid (laughs) anyway so he he, like had this coming right Uh, but but he had this coming because he was just kind of an asshole for the majority of his life he had sex with everybody yeah uh in lou dunn and people would come to him with confession and they'd be like father grandier i'd like to confess that i've been horny and he's like with who child and they're like why you and he's like interesting why don't you come to my office and we can pray about it and by pray i mean swap 
jism. And well, you pray while getting dick down. I mean, I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> Lord knows. <laughs> so, uh, God, this podcast is a fucking nightmare. I actually really like it. Um, so, so he kind of abused his power a lot, yeah. a lot. But then he met a woman, and he's like, "Oh shit, I want to marry that woman, a uh, real bad." This is a problem because he is in the priesthood. Uh, I don't believe he is allowed to do that. And he says, "Uh, but what if I did it anyway? (laughs) What What are they going to do? Stop me? What if I did it anyway? So he fucking marries her. Listen, see, he's kind of an idiot because if he would have, you know, Henry VIII or seventh, just make Henry VIII. Make it a religion to marry someone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just make a new religion, better. right? It would have been fine. Just make yeah. a different version of Protestantism and we're all good. Um, but but no, uh, in front of God and everyone, he very publicly marries this woman after having sex and impregnating much of the city, <laughs> uh, pissing off everyone. Yeah. Everyone at the same time, like they all unanimously hated Father Grandier for this. So he was thinking like, oh, this is going to, this will humble me. This will take me away from my sinning past. I will become a married man and I will give my life to God. And then God goes, what a coincidence. (laughs) I would like to take it now. And so... Uh, a bunch of shit happens. Everybody comes to town uh, from like the church and they they think about killing the nuns. That There's so many things they try to do, but eventually they come up with a new method, which is just like, let's get all the nuns together in a big room and just they just fuck all day long, every day, forever. And this is a great idea. Mm-hmm. It really works. Especially for the guards. Yeah. And so that's where we get into kind of the censorship of the movie. Because out of everything that I've just now told you, a man being burned alive, um, some crazy politics shit, uh, some fucking like really rapey bad shit that happens to women. No, 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 no. No, that's not the problem with this movie. The problem is that some nuns uh, fuck a statue of Jesus at a point. Mm-hmm. What is that? Uh, this is an ad read. Is it time? It is time. Right now? Right. In the middle of my... <sighs> in the middle of your rant? Yeah, well, see, the last time... Uh, the halfway point hit when you're in the middle of a rant. I didn't want to interrupt you. So, you know, like, you know, the ad read is like 40 minutes in. So, so we really read. need to get it in there a little earlier. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. By earlier, I mean right now. Uh, so, first of all, uh, thank you to all of our patrons. Uh, we really appreciate all of you. Our sponsor is Machine Age Productions and their RPG hashtag I hunt. It's economic horror about hunting monsters in the gig economy where eviction is scarier than Dracula. It's Buffy meets Uber. Uh, yeah, so I, we went into a lot of detail about this uh, last week. Um, I, I bought it with my own money uh, after they sponsored us. Like, be, you know, probably could have asked for a copy of the PDF, but no. I, I was so excited I bought it, and I've been reading through it, and I, I like it. I, I, I enjoy it. I want to play it at some point when I'm not sick and busy at the same time so if you like cyberpunk stuff if you like wealth disparity stuff go check it out it's fun and on a personal note i want to thank uh our patrons over at patreon.com slash excrement y'all are fantastic thank you so much for supporting the show uh it's it's been kind of wild we've been doing very well over there lots of people yeah. which is good because we are running low on batteries again <laughs> <laughs> we should get a wall outlet or some shit that we would be should. smart um yeah or something i mean surely 
we don't record into a computer. It's kind of funny. We record into a DAT, like a a, a little a little, um, little audio recorder. And we just do it all from the audio recorder and then move it over because it's just so comfy. We sit at our table. Yeah. And I and by table, I mean cubicle in a massive room yeah, uh, filled with other podcasters who are doing the exact same thing. Yeah, it's it, it, it's, it's like a 1940s newsroom in here. It's clickety clack. Yeah, really, really loud. Yeah. As you can hear. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> So thank you so much for supporting us over at Patreon. I have no idea what I was just talking about, but that's fine. We are going to move back into uh, the podcast now. <coughs> thank you. Thank you. And we're fucking back. You know what we're back to? What? The Rape of Christ. Yeah, there we go. We're back baby time to fuck a crucifix see since the last time we were on this podcast which was but a moment ago uh, i have acquired a purple slush hell yeah and it's gonna be the bomb straight from sanic the hedgehog Mm-mm-mm. beautiful the rape of christ <laughs> is actually uh i guess one of the more censored pieces of film media that exists mm-hmm. in that it was uh, destroyed and never found again. <laughs> <laughs> and by kidding, I, I'm, I'm entirely kidding because uh, a few years ago, and I'm going to call it, I'm going to call it more than 10 now. I'm going to call it probably like almost two decades ago now. God damn. Uh, Mark Kermode found the rape of Christ <laughs> just on a dirty tape he found <laughs> he, I, like he I, found a dirty tape of it and he was like oh, I got it on a dirty tape I wonder if he's like is this pornography <laughs> puts it oh no it's the devil he was like wait and he put his dick away and he was like yeah. wait I think this is from a movie I like puts his like paper towels down <laughs> I hate it <laughs> So don't don't none kink shame the man. I'm not. Look, I have a. I, oh, I almost said the bad thing. I almost what? said, I, listen, I too have this kink, but I don't have this kink. Okay, I just have a fascination with it. I've watched a lot of nun pornography. It's fine. I've done a lot of research into nun pornography. You know about my you. job. You yeah. know what I do for a living. Come on. I research non pornography for a living. Obviously. (laughs) Oh, boy. So, The Rape of Christ is a beautiful scene um, where (laughs) a bunch of women. Yeah, it is. uh, A bunch of women. Okay, well, first off, the way that this is just the most theatrical, beautiful moment. And I can't even. I I feel like there had to be an exploitation in the making of this. Like, this can't be like, okay, this feels very Weinstein y to me. (laughs) I'm sorry, but it does. Uh, And and I read a book about it uh, called Hell on Earth. And and in it, they talk about how Ken Russell is kind of a bastard and was kind of a bastard on the set of this movie to the women that were in the pit, uh, which is unsurprising. But anyway, so... Listen, whenever you have a fuck pit, there's probably some exploitation going on. I mean, you can't do an ethical fuck pit, I feel. Or wait, yes, you can. I mean, I think it's possible, but it's it, it it's what Hollywood scumbag Hollywood is going to be like. Let's make a f- let's make a fuck pit. Hollywood doesn't ethically. fuck with a with an ethical fuck pit. Oh boy. Anyway, so it was an unethical fuck pit. Uh, pretty much is my point. And he he was a little bit of a of a bastard there on that set, but. Uh, he achieved this scene, which is a bunch of women taking off their clothes. Nuns, I'm sorry, nuns. Nuns Nun- are women. I know they are, but they are also married to God, dear. Uh, <laughs> they are married to God. And, and oh boy, do they show and it. And oh boy, do they fuck him. Uh, and they take off their clothes, they rip down a crucified Christ, and then like 16 nuns take turns fucking the shit out of it while priests... <coughs> run away to jerk off (laughs) and there's even a nun who's jerking off a candle which doesn't work because candles can't come 
brief brief side side tangent are are nuns married to christ god the holy spirit or just the trinity i think that that's all the same thing neo so 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 they're married to the concept of the trinity it's a monotheistic religion neo you're in this religion you I, should know well this. I, I i know but but what you went to you went to bible college not school? college but bible high school bible high school i went to bible high school yeah <laughs> oh god oh god i'm so sorry if if i would have went to bible high school no that just <laughs> oh boy uh <laughs> oh boy all right speaking of bible high school a big nun orgy happens and that's great and and this is notably not okay i didn't get invited to any of my high school fuck pits we're never gonna get through this no. <laughs> <laughs> um and so this 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 fuck pit happens because the king of france comes over to yeah, see does. the fuck pit. Like he's like, I heard that you have a fancy fuck pit and I'd like to see it. And when he goes there, he's like, I also have a relic of God, like a Christ relic. This will help you. Wasn't it like the blood rid. of Christ? Yeah. He's like, this will help you get rid of the demons in these nuns. So he's like, huh. You know, and, and the nuns like, uh. I'm better now. And then he opens the box and there's nothing in it because the king of France is a nihilist and he starts laughing and then they all uh, get completely out of control hysterically because they realize that there is no God and then they all fuck each other mm-hmm. in, a, in a moment of hysterical uh, sacrilege and nihilism. Um, and this is why this scene in this movie is notably not allowed for your retinas to see. And beyond that, there is no fucking release of this movie, and there probably won't be because of that. Ever. Ever? Ever. Ever, ever? Well, so the rumor is somebody over at Warner Brothers is a real Catholic, you know, bastard, and I can relate. And he doesn't want this movie released because he thinks that, that it's very sacrilegious. And maybe if he died, you know, we'd get it. But he's alive. So we don't get to watch it, even though I have seen it. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, buddy. <coughs> anyway, I have watched his movie. <laughs> uh, notably, this movie was made for a lot of money in the 70s at a very specific time when this would have landed in a very important way, almost Kubrick, I would say, way, like huge Mm -hmm. historical film. But it didn't. It didn't do that. It was kind of pulled away from its guiding light because somebody really, really, really didn't like the fact that there was a scene where the nuns fucked Jesus in it. In a giant fuck pit. In a giant fuck pit. (laughs) And so because of that, we kind of got this stolen from us culturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is that a shame? Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm 100%. glad we agree. I'm glad yeah. we agree. See, I also don't like art censorship. I'd like to have the, the, the art and eat it too. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> like I, I have a big problem with, <laughs> with them taking this from me. This is my toy. Yeah. Um, don't take things from me. She gets, stabby yeah. so so basically i'm gonna fuck you up warner brothers where's my movie this is a threat <laughs> uh all right so what do we do about this what do we do about this because this one so so a man gets tortured and and the whole ending of the movie is him getting tortured and killed for political gain and he is like we haven't even really talked about father grandier all that much and Father Grandier is played by Oliver Reed, who is my favorite actor Mm -hmm. because he is dangerously attractive. Mm -hmm. He is very, his mustache. Yes. It's just, it's so good. And listen, I'm not usually a facial hair kind of girl. Like I don't really like facial hair much, but, but that mustache, there's something about it. There's something about it. It's 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 demonic. It's fanciful. 
It's it's a possession. It gives me mustache. fanciful leanings in my in my pantaloons, you know. Mm-hmm. And but but Oliver Reed is a bastard of a man. He he. Well, he's dead. But when he was alive, he was a bastard of a man. <laughs> he he was kind of a sailor um, for a lot of his life. So he he liked to get in bar fights, and so he just got in bar fights like all the fucking time, just constantly getting in bar fights. So he would just be like, "Yep, I'm doing a movie, and I'm gonna go get in a bar fight." And so he'd just go get drunk, get fucked up, and then go back to set the next day, throw a little makeup on there, and he'd be like. Yes, blessed be. You know, and he's just right back to work. Yeah. And that's just his MO. Like, that's just how Oliver Reed is. We're talking about the Mega Chad. Mm-hmm. And he, he is like, he is like in the, well, if he was, okay, I was going to say he's like the Antifa super soldier, but he's not because they're, because <laughs> that he's definitely probably right wing. But, and he's also dead. <laughs> <laughs> and death really does make, Make babies of us all when put, we're when we're chats, it, I guess. It, it put hampers on the whole Antifa super soldier thing. Yeah, you can't really f- you can't really fuck the dead, unfortunately. So he's out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or 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 it was just big psyop, and then that 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 one dude that everyone took videos of, who's the like six five Uber Chad. Oh yeah. Well, it's actually just just this motherfucker, just Oliver Reed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's possible. So he he notably, yeah, just got in a lot of bar fights. But but the other thing is he quit this movie like four times. So <laughs> he quit in the middle. Like he was on set, and they'd bring him the script, and he had a thing where he could memorize lines like perfectly, perfectly without any problem. Mm-hmm. If he looked at it exactly one time right before he went to bed the night before. That was his rule. He had mm-hmm. that rule. So he would get his script, and if there was any like sides, anything changed, he'd get that day of, look at it at his hotel that night, no matter what, no matter how drunk he was, no matter if he got in a bar fight, no matter what the fuck happened to him, he would go back to his hotel, and he would look at his sides for the next day. He would memorize them. He would go there, and he would perform them perfectly. Uh-huh. And multiple times throughout the making of this, Ken Russell intentionally knew that this was his method. So he would change Latin words <laughs> last minute <laughs> to fuck his whole day up. To fuck his whole day up. And a couple of times he was okay with it. And and not okay with it. He wanted to fist fight him and then didn't. Uh, but, but they kept them away from each other long enough for him to be like, okay, I'll be back in the movie and I'll do the Latin. But there is one moment in the movie in specific where like they filmed Father Grandier in profile and he's got his eyes closed. But he doesn't actually. Secretly, He's got one eye closed (laughs) and he's in profile because the script is in front of him and he is literally reading the Latin on the page because Ken Russell changed it last minute to fuck with him. He quit, got in a fight, fucked up this side of his face, (laughs) came back to set and went, all right, I'll do it, (laughs) but I can't memorize it. So he had to do it like that. (laughs) this movie is fucking insane my man this movie is fucking insane that's such a powerful dick move to like just intentionally fuck over your 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 main actor yeah intentionally just to get him to quit just to piss him off for no reason and it's like it's not like his performance is any better you know (laughs) and and so my other thing about oliver reed that i really really love is he said that he met some actor i can't remember who at this very moment but i want to say it was peter cushing and he was like what do I, how do i <coughs> he was like how do i manifest the perfect performance and i'm going to say it was peter cushing but it probably was somebody else said oh well the the trick is nobody ever acts like they're the emotion they are they always pretend they're a different emotion when they're that emotion. Mm-hmm. So if they're in pain, they'll say, no, I am not in pain. Mm-hmm. I am fine. 
And so the whole movie of the devils, he's just do- doing that. Like in every scene, he's like, oh, well, obviously I feel this way, but I'm performing it a different way. Right. And it's it's a very complex performance. It ends mm-hmm. up being this very complex and interesting performance all the way down to him being burned alive. Right. <laughs> and him screaming at the top of his lungs like, Hi, hello, I'm being burned alive, but this is for political gain. Like, I'm being burned for political gain, guys. Like, I know you're having a party. I know I impregnated the town. I know I married that one person, and you didn't like that at all. I know that there's a plague. I know there's all these things, but understand that this is entirely for political gain, and you're going to get your sovereignty fucked up. The walls are going down right now, and you can't do anything about it oh no i'm going to die and then he burns to death yeah so <laughs> um with that i guess that that there's not an awful lot more to talk about narratively mm-hmm. but it's so i don't know you said something when the movie was over uh the first time that you were like hmm that movie was very libertarian yeah and I was like, interesting take, Neo. <laughs> so basically the reason that we did this podcast is also that we could get to the point right now where I go, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, Please explain. I mean, I don't, I, so I, I, I think, I think we watched this movie and we both have very different takeaways from it yes. um, and different things that we, we focus on in this movie. So you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're very much about the like, you know, political aspects of it. And like mm-hmm. the political story about it, and I'm much more interested in the, in the religious uh, takes that the movie has. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just because of our differences in upbringing. That, well, I mean, I'm Catholic. I don't actually have any beliefs. <laughs> uh, and so, well, and so I, um, I hadn't really processed the movie at all when I said that. So I'm not. Um, I'll, the reason I said that was because his final speech was, was, was a lot of like the, don't let them take your personal freedoms. You must defend your, your personal freedoms and rights. I don't, and it just kind of sounded like something you'd hear a libertarian, like angry type on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Some guy's manifesto. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't like, like, I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to argue that this movie is like, is, you know, like, like this libertarian idealist film. Cause I don't, I don't think it is. That was just kind of like my, my, I mean, but you're not response wrong. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's very much like fuck the government. Yeah, I, 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 sovereignty. I, 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 I don't want to get taxed, you motherfuckers. Yeah, but well, when the, the the fucked up thing I guess about it is, it's kind of one of those stories <laughs> in history where you can't really tell it without pissing everybody off at the yeah. same time. Yeah. So. Like, we understand that any take we have about this is potentially dangerous, and that's okay with us. But uh-huh. the big takeaways, I think, are that, um, you know, religion is married to the state in a dangerous way. Yes. And the literally the title sequence, it says the devils over them literally the king and cardinal richelieu shaking hands right like it's like but up but up they're aristocrats yeah and (laughs) so and and that's how it starts yeah so i think i think the movie is mostly focused on that Mm-hmm. And and it comes from a Catholic perspective because Ken Russell, ironically, ironically, is a Catholic. Right. Like just a practicing Catholic. That's his whole bit. Or he was. He's mm-hmm. dead. But when he was alive, <laughs> everyone's dead. I think Vanessa Red- Redgrave is still with us. She was Sister Jeanne. But I think everybody else is, mm-hmm. uh, especially Ken. But Ken Ken had such an I, I it's such a weird perspective on all of this because like he as a practicing catholic and cared about it he wanted to make a movie that was critical of his faith right but also he made a movie where he enjoyed pissing off <laughs> his own faith right like just pissing on his own faith yeah and there's a genuine amount of this movie that's in there just for that purpose 
for that express purpose. And he even said some of that. Like mm-hmm. he's he's gone on record and been like, yeah, I was being a little shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and so much of the movie is him being a little shit. And a matter of fact, like critics at the time were were kind of like baffled by this movie. Right. Uh, and they, I mean, why not? And they were like, specifically the Bye Bye Blackbird bit where the king is like shooting Protestants that are dressed yeah. as blackbirds. And he's like, bye bye, blackbird. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that is both the inspiration for Maximilian Pegasus probably and... Um, that's like a reference no one's going to get, but that's okay. And (laughs) it's a little on the nose. Mm -hmm. It's a little obvious. Right. Um, does that make it stupid? No. Well, and and, and so there's something this movie does, or or, or there's a point this movie illustrates where like a king, when the king wants to do something, he'll be very obvious about it, you know? So, so when the king of France know wants to go be a conniving little shit ass he shows up and he's like i'm a conniving little shit ass because that's who i am and that's I'm what the i want king, to do you can't stop i'm me. the fuck king you. fuck you <laughs> right but when the catholics want to do something there's this like 4d chess game they play where there's plans and plans and plans and plans and right and so and so whereas whereas the king shows up and it's like i'm gonna do this because i want to and that's the only reason i need you know the, the the Catholics will obscure their intentions between like four four levels of of plans, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so you know there's it's just this interesting you know like thing that the movie talks about where it's where uh, in this time period historically it's kind of you know the death of of mercantilism where it's it's a lot of these monarchies like reestablishing complete control of their countries right. So and it's and it's setting up, like historically, it's setting up the all these like you know strongman leaders like like Napoleon and and Frederick of Prussia, who I love, but like it's it's setting up the return of these like monarchs who have more or less complete control of their country, right? Um, and so an important part of that is is the removal of of these really strong mercantile states where. Where you know you have all these merchants who who have enough political power to tell the king to suck their dicks whenever the king wants anything from right. them, right? And how you know how how the how the French overcame this was through religion. So whereas the king was was would say I want to do this because I want to do this. Fuck you, you know the the church is going to do it and exploit the religious fervor of people, right? In order to get those like same goals accomplished, <laughs> they're just a lot more like conniving and plans and plans and plans and plans about it right well and this is also just the spiciest time in catholic history because it's like there's there's protestant war uh which is spicy uh Mm -hmm. land war with protestants yeah and anabaptists like fucking all over the country and in germany and just fucking everywhere yeah and on top of that it was during the 70 years war right inquisition as well there was some of that yeah um so it's like a mixture between like we're gonna fuck up Protestants and heretics, non-believers, whatever, and uh, and then there's like the the encroaching reach of Protestantism. Mm-hmm. It's changing things, and they right. can't stop that. Mm-hmm. And and also the Bible is translated. It's you know it's being translated around that time. Yeah. So I wonder what the first French translation was. Oh, it, was, it would have been that, earlier that, than this. Tangent. It would have been earlier than this because it was at the dawn of Protestantism. Well, but yeah. So the Bible was being translated into German, and um, so like there was a kind of <laughs> there's a spicy. We're going to take religion back from the powers that be, and we get to have it. Mm-hmm. And that was not that was met with force from yeah. Catholics, and then. <clears throat> Because there is like a slow wave of change, uh, they lost the Catholics. Ultimately, lost because everybody got the beliefs anyway, mm-hmm. and they just killed a lot of people for no reason, uh, just trying to, you know, stop the Ides of Change. Mm-hmm. But the Ides of Change came, and they kind of accepted it, and decided to quote unquote reform the church to try and maintain some sort of relationship 
of the church and people. Right. Because now that people could just read the Bible, it was like, well, why do I need you? Yeah. <laughs> and so they were like, they legitimately had to get in a little room and all ask each other, well, well why do they need us? <laughs> <laughs> right. And <clears throat> so this, this era is just like the spiciest era right. for Catholics. Well, well, and the reason there there was a lot of land wars wasn't because, and, and so it all kind of started with the German princes, right, uh, turning to turning to Protestantism and yeah. and fighting these wars, and they weren't they weren't fighting these religious wars because they they actually believed in Protestantism and were like huge fanboys of Luther, mm-hmm. but they they were literally like, wait, so I can be Christian and not have to pay tithe to the the Catholics? Like mm-hmm. they're like, whoa, right. wait, I can. There, there, there's an alternative to. There's a free version of religion. Yeah, exactly. And so that that that's why at least the German, product like the German Protestant Catholic War started. It was more of a class thing. It it, it was much more of a of a of a of a we want freedom from the Catholic Church, right? Thing. Sovereignty. Um, yeah, and and much less of a of a hey, these people have a different belief than us. Fuck them. Right. Well, and so so I think that that's why I love the devils this movie in specific mm-hmm. is because it's it's saying that that sovereignty there that that religious sovereignty your ability to interpret your own fucking religion for free yeah that thing is precious yeah and that is true i do believe that yes like wholeheartedly mm-hmm. and so i think more than anything like there's a political bend to it but also it's he's protecting like he wants to protect their their belief right their core why yeah. they're doing it and and ultimately like when when we analyze his like father grandier's acts like him having fucked everybody he's just like oh well i can do what i want because i interpret the bible for myself and in my version of interpreting the bible i'm allowed to do this yeah and so like the catholic state hates that right the, the catholics <laughs> hate this guy <laughs> Uh, all Catholics hate this guy because he can fuck whoever he wants. Right. You know, and he's just got this like way of looking at it uh, right. where he, he gets to make it. And so it's the same way with him with the marriage thing. He's like, well, I think God would be fine with it. Right. And so he just does it. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's like that level of sovereignty. But also that level of sovereignty is what is punished. Right. More than anything. Well, and how they punish it is with dogma. You know, it's like some weird, ridiculous, like demonic thing to rile up hysteria right. instead of just addressing the fact that actually what we don't like is the fact that you have sovereignty uh, over your faith. Right. And and, and, and I, th- I think that's one of the big things that the movie ends with trying to say is like have sovereignty over your faith and like take take control of it. Yeah. And that's something like personally, I... Um, I'm not trying to come at anybody, but one of the things that really frustrates me is when people don't have have their like faith stuff figured out. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't care what you believe, like like whatever you want to believe, I support you and I and I want to help you build that up. But just have have some meat on the bones with it, you know? Like why do you believe that shit? Like how ha- you know what I mean? Why to the belief <laughs> where you know? And 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 if and if you don't believe anything. And, 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 and you've thought about it and you have this like you know this 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 exis- this existential acceptance of, of, of your own beliefs that's great I love that like hell yeah mm-hmm. but I don't know it's just and, and this goes for people of my own faith too where it's like there's so many Christians I know that like haven't processed their own religion their, their own religion and belief system at all they're only doing it because you know their parents did it or it's like oh i just you know grew up going to church where right. it's like fucking think about your shit dumbass like right like fucking like process it i don't know and, and that, that's just something that's really like well it's meaningful like a big meaning you know thing. To, meaning. To, it's only meant to be personally meaningful <laughs> is the thing yeah. you know like it's the only good religion is the personally meaningful one yeah so why not have that why have it in an authoritarian kind of way and so basically the movie is like talking about how in hysterics we will trade our rationale and our sovereignty and our independence of thought Mm -hmm. for for dogma you know for authority yeah and also like everyone (laughs) everyone who was supporting him made it made like a, a festival of his death and it was all just a fucking party yeah, to to, yeah, to them watching much. watching him burn the stake, you know, and it's like it's like don't don't trade your 
your your your like own motivation and your own like autonomy to have to have fun watching someone get dicked over right and so you know it's like this it's not celebrating his death it's celebrating their own yeah their own their own demise right and because people kind of i have have a tendency to just like want to enjoy that (laughs) they just want to die uh they just hate themselves for some reason and don't want to be happy i guess Mm mm-hmm so this has been a po- <laughs> all right. I, I mean, it has been about an hour. Yeah. I guess we can we can end it. Um, but God, I feel like there's still more. Yeah, probably. It, we didn't even talk about the plague. I I I didn't I didn't really catch that there was a plague watching the movie. To be honest, you didn't you didn't catch the plague <laughs> the plague. No, okay, <laughs> I did right. though. But that's great. I did. Oh. I I don't I don't know. I, I I do think there's a lot more to talk about, but I. I do think we're, we're running up at the clock. So, May. What? Good what pile or bad want? pile? What the fuck? Good pile. It's it this is sacred to me. Yeah. This is, and which is funny. <laughs> That's ironic. No, this is like only, sacred nun porn for the me. The only thing sacred in this house is sacrilege. Exactly. Uh, so, but it, only in the sake of for the sake of sovereignty. And I think that that is actually my reasoning, right? Ken Russell made a movie where he was sacrilegious to himself. To yeah. his own faith, to his own, for humbleness, yeah. you know, and maybe that's bragging, but but it's like <coughs> making fun of his own faith, and and criticizing his own faith, and talking about his own faith's shitty history, and how he has to own that in order to enjoy it, yeah, and well, go forward. Ultimately, I think that I ultimately I watching this movie, I thought I thought it, you know, no matter how much of a shit ass Ken Russell was trying to be. I think the movie did engage with religion and good faith, you know, like, yeah. like, like they're, they're, you know, no, no matter how much Ken Russell's trying to be a, uh, like, like just a cunt to everybody, there's, there's this absolute nugget of, of truth and honesty and criticism of, of, of his own belief system in the movie. And I, 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 to me, what, what, what heresy is and like what, what, um, sacrileges is is bad faith arguments to yourself about religion right and 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 so and so part of me i i i I refuse to see anything that's a good that's a good faith self-examination as heresy like i think i think he's he's i think i think the movie is just this it's a good faith self-reflection yes and i i you know i refuse to see good faith self-reflections as sacrilege I think I think what's more sacrilegious is uh, fucking Mel Gibson. Oh God, yeah, Mel Gibson shit. You, you, you know, you know, you, you, exploitation, you, exploitation of this faith. Like even if even if you know he's following the you know the 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 account of Christ's life and the passion, like it's it's a shitty exploitive, non-critical look at it. And I think I personally, I think not critically wrestling with your faith is more sacrilegious than doing so. I mean, I fucking agree with you, my dude. Yeah. My Neo dude. It's the, well, it's the, it's the, in in the Bible, there's a story of, of Jacob who wrestles with God until God like has to break his hip. And then, and then because of that, it's like, that's like the good thing. It's like, yes, wrestle with God, like wrestle with your faith. Yeah. But also acknowledge that God will break your hip. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is good well well it's because god got tired of wrestling with him and he's like all right stop and jacob's like no fuck you <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not done i'm not done with you <laughs> all righty well so i love it uh you love it i i think um maybe one day people will get to watch it <laughs> maybe <laughs> hopefully uh it's you know there's a lot of good nun porn out there but this one's definitely one of my favorites to jerk off to so <laughs> i would highly recommend it for everybody at home uh and also if you love our podcast if you like it if it's something that you're into consider giving us two dollars on mm-hmm. patreon.com slash excrement that is our home base for dollars <laughs> And you know who needs those dollars? My cat boy here. Yeah. My cat boy needs dollars and pets. Yeah. Because he's not getting paid nearly enough to edit this bullshit. I coughed like half this podcast, (laughs) A. And B, there was like a whole tangent in here that you're not going to hear it at home where we 
we had a, a, there was a noise and we had we spent like 10 whole minutes trying to find the fucking <laughs> source of noise yeah so neo is is has got his work cut out for him uh and he deserves a little bit of compensation also if also if you enjoy the podcast please do go check out our sponsor at hashtag i hunt the rpg yes and with that i think we can call that a successful podcast you know nobody talks about the devil's like what it's about like people talk about the the fucking the band right they talk about you know it's kind of like freaks like freaks is a movie where there's like a whole 30 minutes of it that was just like literally burned like destroyed right. and so it's the same here where people talk about oh yeah they burned it it's destroyed and, and it's gone you know it's all all prints of it there's like one print of it and it's terrible man you john know, h film like really should have made made film not burnable john h film john h john film. w film yeah yeah john h w film <laughs> okay got it uh anyway so i'm really glad that somebody us sat down and actually engaged with this movie's ideas yeah. instead of just talking about how it's been banned by warner brothers for a really long yeah, time fuck you warner brothers that said fuck you warner brothers and three two one Fuck you, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, two, one. one. Fuck Fuck you, you, Warner Warner Brothers. Brothers. And we'll see you later. Yeah. Bye.